Hey, what's up, folks? This is Ken Ledesma, and welcome to uh, a new episode of the Nirvana Experience. Um, I'm finna I'm fin- I'm fin- start with a preface. I'm finna let people know ahead of time. Some of the people that might listen to this, uh, this, this week's episode might get offended, but they just how I feel. This is what, what I feel and what I see on a daily basis, me personally. Uh, a couple of things I want to talk about today um, is modern day women and child sex trafficking. Okay. Those are two completely different subjects. Uh, the child sex trafficking is more is more heavy. And uh, I saw something that was heavy on my heart today. Uh, so this one, this one made me bring it up. Um, this week episode is it gonna be me by myself? You know, no special guest, so it's just me, Kendall, this one. Uh, and so let's let's get into it. All right, so um, it was this video. I don't, people might have seen it on TikTok. I tried finding it so I can play the audio, but I cannot find. It. I think it's taken down. But it was on TikTok and it was on Twitter. It was a it was a video of a little child. It was a it was a little a little girl. Uh, she had to be no older than seven years old, and she real deal ran away from the person who was trying to abduct her and uh like traffic her and stuff like that. And it just so happened the house that she ran to had a ring camera and the people was at home. Um when she ran to the when she ran up to the house, uh and was ringing the ring camera, she was like screaming for somebody to help her. It was like she need her mama and and a dude just tried to uh, snatch her up and all that type of stuff. I don't know what it where it happened from. I don't know where the little girl was at. But a man saw it was looking at it and in the midst of like the dude the dude had a uh, face mask on in the midst of dude walking up to the little girl trying to snatch it from the folks house the man opened the door with a shotgun and tried to shoot him and but the man ran away and he was asking the young the young the the, the, uh, the young child what happened and she was like what what did she do she was like she was playing and next thing you know a dude tried to come and snatch up and she ran away uh that happens on a daily basis and you know i read i read something that just blew my mind i read an article it was like uh it was on this website called stopchildexploitation.org and i was reading that 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 Kids and preteens don't even uh, know the victim, and they basically get uh, like traffic while they at home. Like they like like they get kidnapped out from the house or something like that. And um, I, I I realized that a lot of these young women, like they they, they go through like trauma and abuse at home sometimes, and they leave because they don't have no type of affection or no type of guidance. And one of these niggas out here, the pimps and stuff, show her attention. They be they be grooming these girls. That's a form of that's a form of like abuse to me. Like like, and then a lot of the the the, the human trafficking people, they use women. They use other women 
as scouts to help like lure in uh, victims and stuff. You know what I'm saying? So like, it's it's, it's crazy. Like you really do have to be safe out here now and then. You got and people with kids and little small kids. You got to teach them from an early age. You can't you can't let these folks just walk up on you and just tell you anything. You know what I'm saying? So like. That, that, that really just hurt my heart. Um, let's see. It's this man. His name. Um, what, what's this man's name? Uh, I, I forget. The, the, the Jeffrey Epstein dude. Yeah, that's his name. Supposedly, he had this island where he was doing, doing stuff with these kids and all these different celebrities were going over there. I don't know how true it is. Because one, I'm not in that circle. I'm not rich. I'm not a celebrity. And even if I was, like, I wouldn't be in that type of circle. So I want to know what goes on over there. But if that shit is true, and you got kid, and you got a whole island that's made to hurt, like hurt kids and traffic kids and molest on kids and rape kids over there, bro, you need to, like, it's gonna burn, bro. God gonna get rid of all that because you just can't you can't fuck with kids, bro. They don't think nothing ain't gonna happen to you. You just you just you just can't expect you just can't expect that shit. And um, it's something called red flag behavior. I f- I forgot what it's called. I forgot why I read that from. But it was like uh, it was it was it was telling the stages of red flag and grooming stages. Like, uh, I had wrote some of it down. So it was like the first day, it's like uh, one, two, three, four, five, six stages. All right. Just the grooming stages. So, stage one, it, like when it comes down to not even just the kids, but women in general. So, the first stage is targeting somebody. In this case, I'm talking about kids. So, they target the child. And the description reads, perpetrators may target and exploit a child's perceived vulnerabilities, including emotional neediness, isolation, neglect, a chaotic home life, or a lack of parental oversight. That goes back to what I just said earlier about with the young girls. Some be happening at home where they didn't get enough attention or they being deprived of something and and the mama ain't stable. Like it's just, and they leave and they meet one of these dudes. I hear one of these pimps, and they start grooming them, and they 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 home in on the on her on her vulnerability. It's like her mama neglecting her, folks and neglecting her and stuff. And he show her that he love her and all that type of stuff before he start telling her what he really want her to do. All right, so stage two of the grooming process is say gaining the child's and caregivers trust. The description. Perpetrators work to gain the trust of parents and caregivers to lower suspicion and gain access to the child by providing seemingly warm yet calculated attention or support. The perpetrator gains the child's trust by gathering information about the child, getting to know their needs, and finding ways to fulfill those needs. Bruh, it was a video on TikTok. I'm going to try to find it. But it was a video where somebody recorded, it was a police officer recording uh somebody on his on his body cam uh it was during the registration period of, of school of elementary school this man had been stalking his one family on facebook for like two three weeks talking to this little girl 
And um, he went up to the school and disguised himself as her daddy. And uh, uh, and instead of going inside the school and sitting with the folks and everything, he was just standing around looking suspicious outside and the police were called. And the police came up there and grabbed him and sat him down on the sidewalk and was asking him questions. And um, it was just it it was it was just so it was just so he was asking all he was like, "How did you?" The police was like, "How did you know about her?" Because first he started trying to say, "How did you know the little girl's name?" And because her name starts with a J or something like that, and he was like, "How do you know the the little girl's name?" And uh, he was like, "Um, it's just a random name that just popped up in my head." And the police officer was like, no, I don't, I don't think that's how how that worked. Man. It's some it's some it's some sick people out here, man. Some real sick people out here. And if you ain't careful, man, like it don't even have to be with children. It's just sick people in general. You know what I'm saying? And and this and this will this will make it hard to even this will make it hard to even man. Just, just focus. Uh, let's see. I think I found it. I think I found the video. Hold on a second. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna play it. Once I find, I think I found it. Cause, it, cause, cause this don't, this just don't make no sense. And I and I read and then with the internet, like with the like the accessibility of the internet now, it was all, it was prevalent back then. But nine days, man, it's real. It's real easy. It's real easy to get caught and get trafficked and stuff. Don't, they don't make it right, but it's so easy for it to happen. And and that's and that's what I don't like. And then another thing, like kids be having like uh, tablets and. Um, just cell phones and stuff, and be talking to these folks online and stuff. Ain't no telling who they be talking to. That's another thing. You can't introduce technology like that too early to your kids because, bro, they would they they would get taken advantage of. That's the, that's the scary part. And I and I, I'm gonna tell you something. The only reason I'm even bringing this up. Cause like I said, me reading about this and not realizing how 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 normal this on became, bro. Some evil people in the world. And what and and whether you believe in God or not, you real, and they gonna get dealt with. Usually, these usually our episodes be lighthearted and we be having fun and stuff but man that that shit it just it, just, it should like i should never seen that right now i'm currently trying to find it'll be easier if i had like my producer on hand but i gotta look for it myself but i, I really want y'all to hear what was what was going on so I'm gonna try my best to find. I'm not gonna spend too much time looking for it because I know, uh, 
if I do, it's gonna be all, it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna take all day because I want to get to the women too. I ain't saying a lot because because modern day women be making me upset too. They be entirely pissing me off. And think about it, I be trying to I be trying to give most women the benefit of the doubt. And, and I'm not gonna say it's just all women, because it's it's people in general. But when it when it come down to when it come down to relationships and stuff, relationships and stuff, it's 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 men and women. But the only reason I'm pulling out the women because I'm a man, I'm not trying to be with a woman. And what I be seeing and what I be seeing on a daily basis be like pissing me off, bro. It be it be extremely pissing me off. Let's see. Police cam footage. Uh, okay, let's see. Is this it? Well, I thought it was it. They must have took it down because this where this where this where I found it. But it's not available no more. Yeah, it's not it's not available no more. Cause I was gonna I was gonna I was gonna let y'all I was gonna let y'all listen to it. The same the same thing that I that I heard. I mean, same thing that I watched. Cause it it just it just it just don't, it just don't make no sense. Oh, I found it. I found it. All right, so what I'm gonna do is. I'm gonna play it so y'all can hear it. I don't I don't know how long it is. Uh okay. Let's see, how can we do this? All right, so th- this is how we're gonna do this. I'm finna, I'm finna let y'all I'm finna let y'all listen to it. This is hands down one of the worst things I have ever seen. You're about to see body cam footage from the arrest of Reed Duran. In September 2022, Reed showed up to an elementary school orientation. At first, everything seemed normal, but then parents started to notice that he was hovering over one particular child and acting strange. That's when the police were called and things get disturbing. Reed was constantly lying during questioning. And when they asked him how he came up with the name of the child he was hovering over, he said he didn't know. It's the name that came to mind at that point in time, and it was just a guess. That wasn't the case at all, but we'll get back to that. At a certain point, the police started to search his vehicle, and they found pamphlets for a recovery center. When they asked Reed about what they were for, he said it was for drug addiction. It turns out it was not for drug addiction. It was because Reed was addicted to looking at explicit images of children. And the reason that he was actually there that day was to kidnap a child. And I've got to warn you, this is when it gets extremely messed up. Remember when he said he just happened to guess the name of the child? He didn't. He had been stalking the family on Facebook for weeks. He knew that they were going to be at this orientation that day. So he filed paperwork impersonating to be the child's father in an attempt to kidnap her that day or another day at school. He became obsessed with their child after seeing images of her on their Facebook. And he used the orientation 
nation as an opportunity to carry out one of the most diabolical plots I have ever heard of in my lifetime. And later, after he was arrested, he actually attempted to stab one of the police officers. So here's some of the body cam footage, but just a warning, it is going to disturb you and it's going to piss you off. So All right, so before we even go in the farther than that, so like, 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 bro, there was like, who, who uploaded this video? This happened last year. This ain't some new, but this happened last year, and um, this without this to like I said, this to be all talking about. But you see what this man was saying. This dude was doing he had all these explicit pictures of kids in his car, was stalking the family. What are you doing here for weeks at a time on Facebook just to get this? So what, girl. what brought you to St. Bridget? You know, was there a specific reason they brought you here? There being a lot of families here. So you knew there was a lot of families here? Yeah. Okay, how did you know there was a lot of families here? But it's in the evening. It's Monday evening. What brought you here? I looked up the dates that they have when they are having these kind of events. Okay. So what what was your intent when you when you were looking that up? What what were you trying to do? When you were looking up to see see what the, when their events were, to see when people were going to be here, was it people, children, families, what? Children. Okay. So you, you came here specifically looking for children. Okay. Was there, was there a specific family or just children in general? Just in general. Okay. So you didn't know anybody here. And, and why, why were you here, sir? Because of kids. Okay. What, what do you mean because of kids? Okay, so you're, you're attracted to children. What were you coming here to do tonight? What, walk me through what, what was going to go on tonight. Okay. Just anyone in particular? Was there a specific? Okay. So walk me through. When, when you got here, what happened? The story that I had a child that was going to school here. Okay. Did did you give a name or anything for the child that was going to school? Or? I said. Okay. How how did you get that name? I just came up with a name that had J in it. What? Why did it have to be J? Just the first name that popped, first letter that popped. Is that is that honestly the truth? Because I don't, I think you saw that name or came up with that name some other way. So how how did you come up with that name? Just using it, coming up with a name that goes with with the letter G. So. Um, when it when they when it when it went quiet when he asked, when when the police officer asked what the child name you know you can't give minor names okay. out so in a situation like that so that's why it went blank. What, what was specific about uh, Jay? But it goes like the video goes on. Okay, I'm gonna so play a little what, bit more what about before the last I move name? On. Did you give a last name for the for who you were here with? Last name you gave. Okay, so how did you come up with that name? I researched it. 
Okay. So was it online? Yeah. Okay. So you knew that name before you got here? They asked me if I had a kid here, and I told them the name, and then went to the classroom that that kid would be going to school, and they said. See, this man real deal went up there to the school and pretended that that was his that that was his kid. That's that's what I be talking about. And just the video, like that's the video that slick triggered me because like your kids ain't even safe at school nowadays. With the school shooting, these motherfuckers trying to come and take your kids to traffic them and molest them and touch them. Like I don't have children myself, but I got I got a niece and I have multiple nephews, and I know how I feel about every last single one of them. So I can't imagine how a parent who like love their kids and 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 raising their kids and loving on their kids, how they'll feel about something like that happening to they baby. I don't wish that on nobody. Bruh, that man need to be put in the ground. And it just as simple as that. It, it just it's just as simple as that. So I'm like, bruh, you can't you can't do shit like that. So back back to the, the stages of the grooming. We was on stage three. All right, so stage three of grooming, uh, for for looking for you know potential victims, even with uh you know young teenage people, young teenage girls in particular, stage three, uh, feeling a need. Uh, the description today is: once the perpetrator begins to fulfill the child's need, they may assume noticeably more importance in the child's life. Perpetrator utilize tactics such as gift giving flattery giving money and meeting other basic needs tactics may also include increased attention and affection towards the targeted child this goes back to what I, like it always goes back to what i said earlier in particular cases with these young women these men come into their life especially if they dad like people in their life ain't really showed them attention like they daddy they mama their grandparents this man coming to their life even though it ain't a really good person he starts showing some type of affection towards the girl loving on them and stuff and then he taking the shopping and doing all this type of stuff in the beginning, giving like I said, giving the money, a couple of men on her, how she looking, putting up and, and just meet like like the article said, meeting basic needs. She get she get hooked. She started believing that she loved this dude. Whole time she fifteen, and he probably in his thirties and thirties and later than that. That's a this, he's grooming her to potentially go out there and hit the track and make money for her. That might not even be the case. But either way, he, that's, that's a form of grooming. Do I be like, man, that, do I like, ugh, I just I just can't take it. Stage four of the grooming stage, isolating the child. The description, the perpetrator uses uh, isolation tactics to reinforce the relationship with the child by creating situations in which they are alone together, such as babysitting, one-on-one coaching, or special trips. The perpetrator may reinforce the relationship with the child by cultivating a sense that they love and understand the child in a way that others, even their parents, cannot. The adult can start to tell the child that no one cares for them the way they do, not even their parents. Bro. All right, so back in the day, before I changed to who I was or to who I am now, 
when I used to uh, pick up women and stuff, cause I always talk to girls. I ain't never messed with a woman younger than me. They were either always older than me, or if they were younger than me, like a year old younger than me. I always like, I ain't even said a lie. At first, I was one of the people that like talked to girl with low self esteem, and I say shit like that. I'm like, man, don't nobody love you the way I love you. I, and I, you spend game to win shit. Not knowing what I'm doing was like on some some mind play fucked up type shit. I was just doing that type of shit. And you know what I'm saying? I didn't not saying that it's right, but when you when it's a kid, it's easy to manipulate a kid or a young person. It's real easy to manipulate them, especially if they like they see you all the time and you grow some type of bond with them and you giving them stuff and all that type of shit. It's real easy to manipulate that child. One, two, three, four, five. All right. It's real easy to manipulate that child. So everything starts at home. The teaching starts at home. And uh I got sidetracked because the test message. The teaching starts at home. The fifth stage of the grooming process, sexualizing the relationship, the description. Once emotional dependence and trust have been built, the perpetrator progressively sexualizes the relationship. This occurs through talking, pitches, and creating situations in, in which both are naked, like swimming. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that's the example they get, like swimming. Uh, the adult explores the child's natural curiosity and trust using stimulation to advance the sexual nature of the relationship. But at this point, at this point in the relationship, ain't no turning back and asking for forgiveness, bro. I mean, you shouldn't have been doing it from the beginning. You know what I'm saying? Before anything was actually done, you really, really didn't commit the crime yet. You did, but you didn't at the same time. When you start sexualizing the relationship, like you say in stage five, you start looking at the kid naked or the young person naked. You start you start sending them pictures of yourself naked. You start being too touchy and all type of stuff. Ain't no coming back from that. It ain't no coming back from that. You deserve to get put in the dirt. I did just how I feel. Because no matter what you are, black kid, Mexican kid, white kid, when you a kid, you don't know about that type of stuff. You don't know about sex and all that type of stuff. When you five years old, when you six, seven, eight, nine years old, you have a like when you start hitting like nine years old, eight years old, depending on your environment, you might know what it is, but you really still don't know what it is. You still a child, you still innocent. You know what I'm saying? So like when it when it comes down to those type of situations, bro, I always feel that the perpetrator should be put in there because you real deal messing up the innocence of, of a baby, bro. Cause they still babies at the end of the day. The sixth stage of grooming, the final stage, is maintaining control in the description. Once sexual abuse is occurring, Perpetrators commonly use secrecy, blames, and threats to maintain the child's participation and, and, and continue silence. In order to maintain control, perpetrators use emotional manipulation. They make the child believe that they are the only person who can meet their emotional and material needs. The child may feel that the loss of the relationship or the consequences of exposing it will be more damaging and humiliating than continuing the unhealthy relationship that's the one right there so many times when when people are children they get sexually abused by people 
most times out of not, it's somebody that's close to them that's doing that. And they and, and they use one of these tactics, control, uh, emotional manipulation, <clears throat> or the threat or the or the blame and the threats to maintain the relationship. They, they use that to the them threats to maintain that everything be keeping secrecy. You know what I'm saying? So like if somebody being molested or something, the person who doing it may threaten them, you better not tell no motherfucking about it, or I'm gonna do this to you and I'm gonna hurt your mama or I'm gonna hurt you. That per that, that kid or that person who's limitless, they scared now. So they ain't gonna never tell nobody. And they keep that shit with them until they become an adult. And then little did they know that's 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 mental abuse. All that shit got something to do with your mental and psychologically fucking with you. So when you go into adulthood and you start remembering that when it's time for you to get intimate, it, it may not cause problems at first, but eventually it'll start showing signs of something being wrong with you until you, until you let it out. They'll either they'll either tell the kid, I don't tell nobody, it's me and your little secret. Or they'll start blaming, or they'll blame, like with the with the young girl in this situation, they'll blame me, like, see, this is why nobody fuck with you. This is why nobody like you or love you. That's why your family don't fuck with you. That's why I only fuck with you. They'll, they'll start using those type of tactics. Then I'll be like, bro, you can't make, <clears throat> you can't make this shit up. I hate that this shit happening. No matter what race the kid is, bro, they shouldn't have to go through. Nobody should have to go through stuff like that when they are a child. At all. So they got, they got, um, it's another part where um, those the stages of grooming. This section called recognizing red flag behavior. It reads, now that you understand the basic of child grooming, how do you intervene if you see grooming behaviors or if your gut is telling you something is wrong? Click on the red flag flavor below and all the time. So if it give you examples. So what I'm reading is a special attention or preference to a child. Like a person got a certain preference to that, to that person that they're trying to groom or pick up. Offenders are often seen pressing boundaries and breaking rules, but are rarely caught in the act of abusing a child, which is true. When you see a boundary being crossed, describe the inappropriate behavior or boundary violation to the person who has crossed it. Have family rules about when and how adults engage with your children. Bro. Bro. It's it that's that's kind of misleading. Because you can you can have you can have rules about how your folks engage and deal with your babies, but it's some people in your family that still ain't gonna adhere to that. You gotta watch everybody. Not even just not even just your family. You gotta watch every single body. Because it be when nine times out of ten, when folks get molested or touched on for the first time, you know what I'm saying? It starts with the family. Somebody in your family did it. You know what I'm saying? So you can't that's kind of mislead by understanding what it's saying. The second red flag, uh, red flag behavior to look out for is gift giving. Gift giving of any expense, large or small, is a grooming technique used to flatter children and their families into trusting the individual. Be village, be vigilant if other adults is overly interested in your child and family. This is considered a red flag. Now, in neighborhoods that I grew up in. It's dudes that I've seen give kids money or stuff throughout the neighborhood because they just being cool with them. 
But there's also been times where I done seen a dude be real cool with somebody's mama. He liked their young girl, but to get in cool with the young girl, he get in cool with the mama first, doing stuff for the mama. I see that all the time. Well, I used to see it all the time. And uh, that's red flag behavior. They let you know that he like he up to something. Now he could be a genuinely per- good person. I ain't gonna. Need, I'm not even saying this strictly for men because women out there too. I'm gonna say something. When I was 14 years old, when I was 14 years old, I was six one when I was 14, almost six one. I want six. I want. I want that y'all. I was almost six one, and I was messing with a 25 year old. I knew how old she was. She knew how old I was. In my head, me telling my friend, I'm like, yeah, I'm just getting some coochie. But in actuality, she a whole 11 years older than me. Grown woman. She had no no, no excuse to be doing what she was doing with me. And if I know what I know now, I would never, well, I can't say that because like I said, I was a young kid. I was a boy. And when you young like that, you do you down to do shit like that. But I would have told my mama way sooner and she would have handled this situation because everything came out after the fact we had been doing it for a long time and it became a problem. But I would have been said something to my mama about it. All right, so the third red flag behavior, touching or hugging a child. Uh, Perpetrators would test the limits by starting to introduce touch into the relationship. They might put their arm around the person or asking for a hug to see how that child or young teen react. This may they may do this in front of other adults. If the caregiver does not intervene or object, the child or the teenager is un- and the child and teenager is uncomfortable. It can confuse the child or young person on what type of touch is appropriate. Teach your kids about body uh, anatomy and let them know. It's okay to say no to adults. That right there is super important. When you have kids, boys and girls, teach them that no matter what, no matter who it is, don't nobody touch them in certain places. No matter who it is. Okay? Because um, you got to, like I said earlier, everything starts at the house. Right? So... When your kid get of age and they start talking, and you start having these conversations with your with your toddler, with your four year old, your five year old, as uncomfortable as it may be, you have to have these conversations with your kid. Baby, don't let nobody touch right here. This is your special place. Don't nobody touch right here. Now, mama, not dad, no nobody, nobody touch here, especially somebody outside of us in the family. If somebody outside the criminal or somebody out in public uh, anywhere, they try to touch you right there, you scream to the top of your lungs. I remember my uh I remember my sister mama said that to one of my sisters before. So you have it have to start at home. They have to. The fourth red flag behavior, a sympathetic listener. When grooming of a minor take place. The offender will listen to the child when they are excited or upset. They will start to be a barriers between the child and their parents and friends by telling them 
they care for him more than anyone else. This goes back up to the to the one of the steps of grooming when when they tell you the um when when grooming them like don't nobody love you like how I do, not even your mom and dad. All right. Be open with your kid. Let them know that even people that love them can hurt them. Tell tell your kids, tell your children you are you are there for them, and you can tell them and you can tell them anything. So uh, I feel like that's important because you build a relationship with your kid. If 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 y'all get to the point where something bad happened and your child's scared to tell you about what happened because they scared of how you may react or what you may think or what you may say, that ain't no way to how can I explain this? It would even to this day, I'm old. I ain't over 30, but I'm old. It's certain things that I still don't tell my dad. I'm a grown man. It's certain things I won't tell my dad because I'm scared of how what what he'll say. Even though I know that man ain't gonna, you know, judge me or nothing like that. It's just the fact that that's my dad. And me um, me telling him some of the stuff that aren't happening to me growing up or so that I be thinking about like it's kinda I understand what that what that uh I understand what that red flag uh behavior uh description is talking about me personally for having experienced it so it's important for the parent to build a type of relationship like look it don't matter what you do no matter what happened you should always be able to come to me and your mama or me and your dad and we're gonna always be there to help you through this no matter what like your child should know that in the back of their mind so don't matter how fucked up it is don't matter how bad it is they'll be like i'm gonna tell my i'm gonna tell my mom and dad and like that's that's how it's, that's how it's supposed to be. All right. The fifth, the fifth, and last red flag behavior: gaining access via the internet. Perpetrators will often pretend to be someone that they aren't to gain access to kids online. They pretend to set a similar interest to gain trust, grooming them online. Know who your kids are talking to online. This the main one. This the main one. As years go by, technology progresses. Parenting style changes. A lot of parents nowadays, not all, but a lot, uses a tablet and a TV to help babysit their kids. There's some kids out here that's two, three, four years old that know how to work my phone better than me. So these kids got access to the internet. Regardless of folks be like, you violating your kid privacy and whatever, fuck all of that. Always monitor what your child do online. Always. Because like the article said, you never know. You never know who's uh, a perpetrator pretending to be a kid to like the same thing that your kid like. Especially if you're one of them kids that's not socially, you know, out there and you got a lot of friends and somebody online sharing the same interests as you grab your attention y'all talking that's dangerous even if even if it is another kid it's still dangerous so i just want to i just want to touch on that for a while uh because it was it was laying so heavy on my heart um 
We've been talking about this for almost 40 minutes now. Um, Another thing that's been heavy on my mind is modern-day women, right? It's not all women. I always say that. It's not all women. But, bro, every single day, no matter where I'm at, I'm always hearing some stupid shit out of a woman's mouth. I'm not saying that to make it seem like that men ain't saying crazy shit up there. Like, but I don't I don't care about that. Because I don't surround myself with those type of men. You know, me and my friend joke around and everything. We say stupid shit, but like we able when it comes down to us as a as a person, all of us as a person, we ain't stupid. We smart, we know what's going on, we got something going on, we 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 understand what's what. On average, my generation of women, like I said again, it's not all, but as a whole, are some of the most backwards people on the planet. And I and it's only over here in the West. You know what I'm saying? You can get on TikTok, Twitter, no matter what it is, these men be outside interviewing a random girl on the street how much a man should have in his bank account to date you this motherfucker say six figures a million dollars four hundred thousand dollars three hundred thousand dollars then do be like oh, okay word word what you do for a living i'm a daycare teacher Nigga, what make that shit make sense bro ain't nothing wrong with being a daycare teacher bro nothing bro all these girls out here want is i understand that a woman won't find some type of financial security from they do i understand that i completely understand that ain't nothing wrong with that because as a man it's your job if you got a girlfriend it's your job to provide for her and take care of her and all that type of shit. but they're only coming to play if she's worthy of that nowadays bruh during my grandparents time period of growing up and even when my mom and dad was growing up for you to sleep with a girl, bro, you had to court that woman. You had to put in some time with her, bro. I watch, I watch, I watching a, a a video on YouTube two days ago. I don't know the name of the show, but it's a it's a it's a dark it's a brown skinned man in a big house with six women. All right. He he got he got a lot of money. In. I I forgot why he had all the women in the house. But all the women supposed to stay in the house with him for for a time period. He was trying to talk to them, and he was like, "Bro, I'm talking to y'all. Why y'all ain't um paying attention to me? Y'all like y'all just can't leave y'all phones alone." Bro, that man said, "All right, so I'm gonna make a new rule. When, when we talking in this room and all of us trying to have a group discussion, y'all can't be on y'all phone. They instantly start catching attitudes. And she was like, can't nobody tell me what to do with my phone." Bro was like, "So." If I take away y'all phone and y'all just in here with me, then what? One of the women go bust out and say, well, see, since I don't got my phone, I'm going to suck some dick. I actually stopped watching the video. It made me so, bro, it made me so mad. And I, and, and cause, like, bro, why is that the first thing that you go to? Why is it the first thing that you go to? Why, why, your brain, why, why is that the first thing your brain think about is sucking some dick? Just because you don't got your cell phone. 
Like, bro, you could have talked. Y'all could have played the game. It's plenty of shit y'all could have did. But just because you got the phone and you in the house with a dude, you automatically trying to chew this man up. You automatically try to suck his dick. That's why I be like, bro, I don't like this generation of women, bro. Y'all too entitled for stuff. I'm going to tell you something. These OnlyFans women, they be making all this money. They hate it. They hate it. They love the money, but they hate the way society treats them, bro. As a woman, bro, being chased is the number one most valuable thing a woman can have. Being a woman that a lot of dudes ain't been with, that makes you valuable, bro. I don't understand why y'all don't understand that. Like I said earlier, back in the day, bro, my daddy and my grandparents, they had to work. If you want to be with a girl, you had to work to be with a girl. You had to meet her mama. You had to take her out. You had to do all this stuff before y'all even lay down with each other. Not saying that it won hoes back then. It's been hoes since the beginning of time. Prostitution is the world's oldest profession. Okay? That's the that's the job that's been around before any other job. Prostitution is the world's oldest petition, uh, profession. Long as a woman on this earth got a coochie, some woman is using it to make some money, no matter where she at in the world. Okay? So, it always been around. But most women as a whole had standards. They wanted to be with somebody that was doing something. They wanted to be with somebody that there was about something. They wasn't on no bullshit. They weren't just letting no, no random dude run up in their heaven like that. So, like, bro, I always, I don't, that's why I be so upset with modern women nowadays. Because you dress a certain way. The dumbest shit I hear all the time. The dumbest shit I hear all the time. Just because I dress like a hoe, that don't mean treat me like a hoe. I get mad every time I hear a woman say that shit. Because you heard the old saying, if it look like a duck and they quite like a duck, it's a duck. You dress like a hoe. You look like a hoe. You talking like a hoe. You got to be a hoe. It's just simple as that. And don't know, man. It's, and it's our fault too. It's men's fault too. For the simple fact, we allowed this shit to go on for so long because we like fucking with hoes. Bruh, men don't even have standards no more. Soon as a man try, soon as a girl be like, I'm finna suck a dick. Dude be like, all right. I'm, 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 I've been putting my dick out. Like, why? The first thing you probably think about, like, why she trying to suck my dick so eagerly like that? She must got something. Uh, I know that's how I think. Bruh, I'm not finna let no woman do that to me if, I, if we ain't known each other long enough. I don't know what's wrong with people, bro. I don't know what's wrong with people. This whole situation with Kiki Palmer and her baby dad. Look, I be seeing on Twitter, don't nobody care what Kiki Palmer baby dad got to say. He ain't even no celebrity. Why do that got something to do with anything? Him being a celebrity don't have shit to do with the situation that's going on. This man in the whole, this woman in the whole relationship with this man with a sure outfit on and she turned around and spent around her whole entire ass was out. Whole entire ass was out. But then you want to be like the woman be like, she can wear that. I don't see nothing wrong with it. Of course you don't see nothing wrong with it. You know why? Because you want to do that shit. The thing is, women don't want nobody telling them what to do. 
not in telling them what to do as trying to be a, an authority figure over you, like being your dad or something, but like telling you what maybe now nah, you shouldn't wear that, it's too revealing. Now nah, you don't need to talk like that. A real woman would be like, okay, especially if you're in a relationship. Now, if you single, you like, like, I don't approve of women dressing like that, but if you single and you want to do that shit, cool. But if you're in a relationship with somebody and y'all got kids together, you should at least show that much respect, bro. And I say this all the time when I'm on the phone with my sister and my cousin. Women do not respect men no more. At all. I be seeing the most, fu- bro. Women do not as respect men no more. I've seen situation where dude go to work, make money, make a good living, take care of this girl who ain't working, take care of this girl who don't got really no education for rich. She just graduated high school minimum. Just graduated high school. Don't do shit. Don't know nothing. Ain't trying to learn nothing. But while he at work taking care of you. The baby y'all got together and the baby you had before him, he claiming that first baby as his own because he wants you. Because he wants you. See, y'all, I seen this girl went and cheated on this man. This man busting his ass every day to take care of you, a kid that's not his, and his kid. Pay bills. You don't pay not one. She didn't, bro, she didn't pay not one bill. Phone bill. Internet bill, lights, rent, food, plus all the stuff that the kids need, plus stuff that she want to do on the side. He providing all of that. And she had the nerve to cheat on this man. Now, it could have been a reason why she did that. Women cheat on dudes for multiple reasons. Sex ain't good. If the sex ain't good, break up with them. But you know why she ain't gonna break up with him? Because he paying all the bills and she don't have to work. She don't have to do that. That's that's the fucked up part about it. And and like I said earlier, before the show even started, I said I'm gonna say some shit people probably don't even like. Probably be mad at me. And don't and, hey look, don't get this shit twisted. It ain't just women, bro. Us as men, we fucked up too. One, we didn't have nobody growing up teaching us how to be a man. Two, you supposed to want to break these cycles, bro. We make babies, lie to these girls to have have sex and get pussy and shit. Make babies and leave these women out here along with these kids. Three, we live life every day like we don't have no type of responsibilities. As far as being a parent and being a functioning member. You know what I'm saying? Man, we have a whole bunch of flaws wrong with us. But as a race, our race are the only race of people where our women talk down on us the most. Out of Chinese, Japanese, any other race, white people. They women don't talk bad about they men, no matter what they do. Now, it might be some individual to do that, but as a whole, you don't hear these racists talking about they men like that. Our women talk straight shit about us. We've been through the most, bro, on a daily basis, bro, being a black man, bro, is some of the hardest shit ever. 
because you don't know if you want to get pulled over by the police and lose your life that day. You don't know what type of trap they got set up for you. Another thing is we not following God like how we supposed to. So God punishing us every which way. It's so many, like I said, traps and snares for us out here, and we just, we just fall for it. Sex everywhere, drugs everywhere, all these all these different distractions everywhere. Not saying that other men from other races and nations don't deal with it, but to us, it's the hardest and harshest to us. The reason I say that. Take a look at our neighborhood. In our neighborhood, you go down certain streets. It's a church on the end of the corner, and right across the street is a church from the end, or like right across the street is a church on the end of that corner. Go on down a little bit more, it's a liquor store. Go on down a little bit more, it's a gas station. You go inside that liquor store, and you go inside that gas station, you don't see no black folks owning that shit. You don't see no niggas controlling that shit. You see other people, other nations making money off of us in these neighborhoods. Selling us this liquor, doing all this type of shit. You see drug dealers selling fentanyl and crack and all the type of, like they they dealing out here. You cross that railroad track, go to where these white folk neighborhoods at. You see gas stations, but they're in the middle of like the main parts of the city. They nice. They look good. You have a drive. You have to drive around a little while to even find a liquor store. It ain't multiple churches on every corner like it is in our neighborhoods. If they try, if if, if you try to sell drugs in their neighborhood, and one of them find out, you up out of there. It ain't like that in our neighborhoods. So, we got to come back. All that. And then we got to come home and come back to our women. It's way harder to be a man than it is to be a woman. From my personal experience. Because I'm a man. Bruh. On the Fresh and Fit podcast, Bro, use an analogy I never forget. A pretty girl don't have to do nothing but be pretty. They get invited onto a yacht and party with rich people and have a good time. But for a man to get on that same yacht, he have to build himself up. He have to get money. He had to put himself in the position to even get invited to even think about going on their yacht. He had to be the one that owned the yacht. He had to be the one to throw the party. He had to be the one to go out there looking for the women to come on there. So, like, our worlds are too different. The last thing I want to do as a man, as a black man, is, is leave the house combat everything that's out there in the world that's up against us and then come home and my woman not be my peace and my woman not a woman didn't know how to handle herself and carry herself as a woman 
always fighting with me. You might as well be on the other side of the door when I come home. If I got to fight with you when I come home, you might as well be on the other side of the door with the rest of the world because I don't need you at the house. Because when a man come home from, from, from being beaten up all day and coming home, all he want is love from his woman and his kids. Most men don't have the mentality like I just said. Because most dudes just want to fuck and go about their business and do whatever they want to do. As a whole, we are damaged. And it don't make no sense. Women was held to a higher standard back in the day. Women used to shame other women for dressing like hoes in public. You don't see that shit no more. Bruh, just think about it. Cardi B. I like Cardi music. I ain't even saying a lie. I do. But that song she had on Megan Thee Stallion a couple years ago, that WAP song, when she said she don't cook, she don't clean, she didn't do none of that shit. Her husband recorded her cooking and cleaning at the house. But women would sit here and listen to that song back then, even to this day, and would live by the old lyrics verbatim. They'd be like, I don't got to cook for you. I don't got to clean for you. I don't got to do none of that shit for you. I ain't your mama. That's the issue that I have. I have an issue where I go out in public and I'm constantly seeing women halfway naked. Bruh, me and my younger brother were just sitting here having a conversation about every time we get on social media, I'm always seeing a woman with her ass out. I'm seeing more whores than, and, and promiscuous women than normal chaste women. And I'm tired of this shit. But, but people, but, but women be like, that's, we, we empower, like feminists, like all that feminism shit. I don't like I don't like feminism because for one, men help bring the feminism movement along. If you know, you know. Two, women all the time they want to be equal to dudes, but they know when women say they want to be equal to men, they're only talking about the parts where we get to have control of stuff. They don't want to do the part where we are, where we do the hard work. They don't want to do the part where it takes, like, you have to be a man to deal with this shit. They don't want to do that part. They just want the, the controlling part and be like, and the pay part, and all that type of shit. It don't work like that. I'm tired of constantly seeing women making music, talking about shaking their ass, talking about sucking dick. Bro, I don't want to hear that shit. I understand that shit sell. I understand that shit make you famous. I understand all that shit. But, bruh, you got to have some type of respect for yourself, bro. You just got to. When, like, wh- like, where's the line going to be drawn at? Then, like I said, it ain't it ain't just women. It's men, too, because men don't know how to be men nowadays. Most men are fucking simps nowadays. So now when you speak up and be a man and speak out on shit that your woman doing, they call you abusive. They call you controlling when that's not it. They just used to these soft-ass men out here, bro. Letting their women just do whatever and run over them and tell them what to do. Because they're not used to seeing that type of authority at their house. You know what I'm saying? So, like, it's... Bro, let me tell you something. I had a conversation with this woman the other day. I ain't gonna say her name. The same thing I just said on the show today. 
I said it to her when we had a conversation. And she completely agreed with me. And she was like, she don't see nothing wrong with what I said because her dad would be saying the same thing. She grew up with her mama and dad in the house with her. Her whole life. She used to seeing her, and her daddy is a man's man. So she used to that. Like, and she always say, if if, if my if my boyfriend don't remind me of my daddy, I don't want I don't need to be with him. Not that's not saying she want a dude that's just like her dad. She, she want her dude to have the same attributes and qualities that her daddy got. Because she was raised seeing him take care of business and do shit the way it's supposed to be done as a man. That's what all men want for their daughters. To find somebody that's, that's going to love them and take care of them the way that we do. So, bro, it ain't, like I said, it ain't even just women. It's men too. Men nowadays get on my fucking nerves too. Men nowadays so damn feminized and feminine. Bro, everybody want to be, man, everybody want to be part of the LGBTQIA uh, community. Bro, why? That damn agenda is getting pushed for no reason. Bro, I always say, whatever you do in your bedroom, bro, I do not care. Who you lay with, I don't care. Because don't got. that's not my business. If you want to be part of that community, cool. It's not my it's not my place to stop you. But the moment you try to force me to agree with that, the moment you try to force me to have that shit on my nieces and my nephews, and eventually my kids, that's why I got a problem with. My friends are like my brothers to me. Most of my friends got kids, got little girls, have sons. I don't want I don't want that agenda being pushed on them. But it's a girl or a boy. So it ain't that I'm being sexist because Equal opportunity to me. I don't want that shit for my nieces or my nephews. Like I said, I was just on one today. And for the last past couple of days, this is how I've been feeling about stuff. But that situation with the modern women, bro. And, and let me say this. Let me say this. Let me say this. It's not all, y'all. There's some real good women out here. There's some real good women out here that are Get with a man, fall in love with a man, and do whatever she can to help him elevate. But he'll drop the ball and not be a man. He won't realize that he got him a good woman. He won't realize that he can level up with her. So it's not it's not all women. Or be or be the uh, another situation where she a good woman and do know she a good woman and take clear advantage of her. And, and 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 take advantage of her to the point where she she just desensitized to everything to the point where she was like, man, fuck this shit. I don't even need no nigga no more. And she and it give her real bad trust issues and, and 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 it's hard for her to come back and love a dude again the same way because of how that dude treated her. So it's on us too. But I was on women ass today because that it, that shit getting ridiculous, man. It's getting ridiculous. So, like I said, the was on my mind today. As always, like I always say, I appreciate all my listeners, new listeners, and all my all my current listeners. 
They're always following me every, and listen to me every week. Uh, last week's episode with uh, Jay Jamal, uh, that was his second appearance on the show. That became my most streamed episode out of every last one of them, out of all nine episodes and the bonus episode. So I want to uh, send a, a shout out to Jay Jamal. He the producer of the show with, along with me. Um, I appreciate him when he come on because he come on once a month after the pay-per-view of every WWE uh, PLE. Uh, like I say, I appreciate every single person who take their time out to listen to me, listen to my show, listen to the guests that I have on the show, listen to everybody, everything. Um, man, this episode was kind of heavy. I might get some backlash from it. I might not, but I'm not. I know I'm not the only one that feel this way. And women, ladies, don't don't get it twisted. Don't think I'm not gonna do one of the episodes. I'm getting on man ass even my own self i'm not perfect i'm not perfect at all but best believe i'm gonna have one of the episodes where i'm getting on man ass because we supposed to be at at believe it or not i hold men at a higher standard than i hold women believe it or not that's why i be so disappointed i be so disappointed but like i said i appreciate everybody I appreciate my new listeners. I appreciate my my uh, current followers. Um, if y'all want to support the show, to the people who listening, um, give us a like on Twitter at uh, the Nirvana Experience um, TNE Beyond. Same thing on Facebook, the Nirvana Experience. Go over there, give us a like, um, help us out uh people who listen to it and want to listen to it again on youtube i have a youtube channel the nirvana experience so all the uh episodes converted from audio to video on that channel um we have a on the on the main on the main link we have a donation uh donation um but if you want to help support the show whatever you seeing i appreciate it and uh I don't know who I'm gonna have on the show next week. My cousin, she was supposed to be on this week's episode with us. This wouldn't have been a perfect episode for her to be on, but uh, people get busy and people do what they do. Uh, and plus, I don't need to have a guest on the show every week anyway. This is my show. This is my show with that I share with y'all. Um, each and every week, I get more and more listens. I appreciate that. I really do. I know I say that a lot, but. I really appreciate that. Like I said, I'm still in the beginning stage. It's just episode nine. I started this show nine weeks ago. Well, eight, nine weeks ago. And didn't even think that I'd make it this long. This is something that, this is the most consistent thing that I've done except for read the Bible on a daily. Read my Bible and doing, doing the podcast, I do that consistently on a daily basis. Uh, even though I do the podcast weekly, but you know what I'm saying? It's the same difference. Um. Next week, I, I next week I'm gonna try to have uh Lexi on here, so we can talk and kick it, so y'all can hear how our dynamic is. Um, I appreciate I appreciate y'all for making the J Jamal episode number one. Um, if y'all listen to my first episode, the beginning, compared to this one on last week's episode. You can drastically hear the improvement. <laughs> you can drastically hear the improvement. Um, 
I finally got the theme show, the theme song for the show. Um, I want to send a special shout out to my partner Moo. It took forever, but you know what I'm saying. I wanted something to be perfect, but I'm I'm not gonna lie. He, what I wanted sounded too much like uh, a real song, and I didn't want to get copyright strike. So I went back to the drum board and, and just I'm like Moo, just like hook me up with some. I need some like some type of intro, like some type of 15 second instrumental or something that I could play at the end in the beginning of my show. And he was like, I got you. So I know y'all heard the beginning of this episode. Um, and like I said, I appreciate everybody. Um, um, I was about to say something, but I forgot. So uh, my mind drawing a blank. Again, appreciate y'all. I'll see y'all next week.